0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world,
2: just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Welcome to Express Yourself.
0: Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The golden rule. If you treat people kindly, life is bound to be happier. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zara, and today the theme of our show is the gift of kindness.
3: And I'm Courtney. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. Today, we'll be reading a chapter entitled The Gift of Kindness from Be The Star You Are for Teens.
0: Okay, so this is The Gift of Kindness by Cynthia Bryan. Kindness is a gentle, powerful act. It is the quality of being pleasant, friendly, and concerned for others. Being kind is a way to make daily life better for yourself and for others. Kindness can change a bad day into a great day for everyone. Kindness helps people feel good about themselves and others. I read once that a man has to live with himself and see to it that he always has good company. As adolescents, we really attempt to fit in, and sometimes we trust those who are not kind nor amiable companions.
3: Kristen was an exceptional athlete with a quick laugh and kind word for everybody. Her family was athletic, and together they spent weekends water skiing, snow skiing, and bicycling. In her first year of college, Kristen was drafted to the water ski team where, although she was a young freshman, she garnered first place in the championships. After her first win, she slept in the communal room with her female squad, content in the knowledge that she had done her part to bring victory to her new team. She awoke in the morning to find her long blonde locks severed and scattered on the floor. The reigning champ felt usurped and had taken her revenge by cutting Kristen's hair. A similar act of jealousy had been my experience as well in high school. Despite the attacks, we continued to be kind.
0: Jealousy and envy are poison to the soul of humanity. There's only room for great kindness and compassion. These harrowing experiences taught both Christian and I to be kind instead of competitive. We may not remember what people say to us in life, but we will remember what they did to us and how they made us feel. Kindness is a virtue that manifests from our deepest being. It is who we are and what we become.
3: A random act of kindness was bestowed on my best girlfriend, Eileen, and I when we were on the education abroad program from UCLA going to the Université de Bordeaux in France. During a February break, we trekked to the South France to participate in the lavish French Mardi Gras carnival. The first day we arrived, we were both robbed with not a franc between us. We were hundreds of miles from our apartments in Bordeaux and thousands of miles away from California without a cent. Since the American Embassy and American Express offices were closed for the holiday, we were stuck. Fortunately, the hotel manager was kind enough to allow us to stay in the hotel until we could acquire cash. However, we had no money for food. Our only nourishment was the café au lait that was served in the breakfast room in the morning. After two days of watching us slowly dip sugar cubes into our mugs and slowly savor the favor, a lady at another table asked us why we were not eating. We told her our story of being robbed, and she immediately ordered meals for us. Then, she went a step further, digging into her handbag and pressing enough francs into our hands to get us back to school in Bordeaux. Although we were grateful, we attempted to refuse her kind offer. No, you take this, she insisted. If my daughters were stranded in a foreign city, I hope that a stranger would help them get home. It's my gift. We did make it back to Bordeaux and immediately sent her repayment with our gratitude. Neither Eileen nor I will ever forget the simple act of kindness of this total stranger.
0: One of my favorite poets as a teenager was Khalil Gibran. His writings touched me deeply. Tenderness and kindness are not signs of weakness and despairs, but manifestations of strength and resolutions, he wrote. I have always found that the kinder and more thoughtful a person is, the easier it is to find kindness in others. Look for the good in others and allow their light to shine. Be gentle be loving, be considerate, be humane, be compassionate, be thoughtful, be kind.
3: An exercise to practice random acts of kindness. So your assignment is to find as many quotes to enter into your journal that emphasize kindness. Implement kindness into your daily deeds without expectation of return. Here are my favorite adages and authors of kind words.
0: Let no one ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Be the living expression of God's kindness. Kindness in your face, kindness in your eyes, and kindness in your smile. And that was from Mother Teresa.
3: Beginning today, treat everyone you meet as if they were going to be dead by midnight. Extend to them all the care, kindness, and understanding you can muster, and do with no thought of any reward. Your life will never be the same again. Og
0: I expect to pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that I can do, or any kindness that I can show to any fellow creature, let me do it now. Let me not defer or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. William Penn.
3: The kinder and more thoughtful a person is, the more kindness they can find in other people. Leo Tolstoy.
0: If you want to win friends, make it a point to remember them. If you remember my name, you pay me a subtle compliment. You indicate that I have made an impression on you. Remember my name and you add to my feeling of importance. Dale Carnegie.
3: May I never get too busy in my own affairs so that I fail to respond to the needs of others with kindness and compassion. Thomas Jefferson.
0: Ask yourself what you can do to be kind to you.
3: Make someone smile.
0: As my mother always taught us, you'll catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. You have the power to spread benevolence, joy, and goodwill. Create peace on the planet through kindness and empathy. Do you dare to care?
3: You become kind by being kind. Kindness is a gift to yourself. Cynthia Bryan. So Zara, did you ever kind of like engage in random acts of kindness or did you guys talk about this ever in school?
0: Yeah, um, actually, um, my sister last year was the president um, of acts of random kindness club at our school, which I'll talk about more in, um, segment three. Um, and also I remember in like fifth grade, we had this thing where every day we'd read, um, out of this jar, um, a bunch of random acts of kindness. And there was also this like book that someone wrote about random acts of kindness. And it just was a really like great start to the day. And it just kind of restored, you know, even at that young age, you have some doubts about, what humanity is like, nature is like, mm-hmm. um, and it just kind of restores your trust and faith in humanity. I think, um, and yeah, I really liked um, the Khalil Gibran quote, and I was reading actually like two days ago this poem by him called "On Love," and it basically you know just says expect love, but because love is the greatest thing in the world, but it's not all fun and games. You know, love all often throws all these trials and tribulations at us. And I think the same can be said for kindness a lot of times. Like you might do a random act of kindness but nobody notices or, you know, nobody appreciates it. And it's natural to expect a sort of gift of like glory and like being rewarded for your actions. But sometimes you just have to trust that in the long run, you know, you helped someone and your life is gonna be better because of it and their life is going to be better because of it. And You know, even if you don't believe in karma, I think there's something to be said for someone who continually does good things and hasn't been getting noticed for a while, but then suddenly something amazing happens to them, and, like, people are wondering why. Well, it's because, you know, they're such good, kind-hearted people. Um, Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah, And, you know, even though we might not see the fruits of our labors right in front of us, I think that we need to trust that our kindness really did touch other people. And, you know, who knows, maybe that French woman that, like, you know, she read (laughs) Cynthia's book and she was feeling down maybe that day, but knowing that she made an everlasting impact on such an amazing person probably brought her spirits up a lot and warmed her heart.
3: I know, that was such an amazing story. I had no clue that Cynthia had gone through that, but, you know, it's just... It's things like that that just kind of, like, give you hope and make you feel better about your day, you know, even though, like, it's, I'm not in any part, like, related to, like, closely to this story, but even that, you know, it kind of just, like, makes me feel a bit better about things and, you know, it makes me feel like I have the ability to help someone, you know, maybe it's, like, unexpected I see someone who I can help out, you know, spot them a dollar in the coffee store, something like that. It just makes me feel like that I can do that and I should be more aware of, like, how I can help people in just, like, very small ways, even when they don't ask for it.
0: Yeah, and definitely, I totally agree with that, and I think that, you know, as Cynthia said in her story, all of us have the power to be kind. It's something that's, you know, built within us. We are kind people, like, all of us, and the, you know, she says at the end, do you dare to care, and that kind of reminds me of, like, you know, in school, you always read about, like, good versus evil, like, you can choose either, you know, So really it's up to you which one you want to choose. And, of course, you know, being mean is easier and it might make you feel better about yourself for, like, two seconds. But, you know, being nice has a greater lasting impact and it makes the world a better place. So, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, and I definitely think all those quotes are so amazing too. Um, It's just like, you know, sometimes you kind of forget to, like, look at what other people say because you're trying to like form your own ideologies but it's kind of nice to like draw inspiration from those as well
3: no I definitely agree I think my favorite one was the um the Ogbandino one about treating everyone as if they're going to be dead by midnight mm, Yeah, um, it's just it I, I think I was like for personally for me like there I lost a couple of people close to me this past year so it really kind of hits close to home Especially because one of them was actually a very good friend of mine who was always, like, she was, everyone knew her as being, like, so, so kind to everyone. And so just the fact that, you know, now she she's not here, it, I think it kind of struck everyone as, like, this, I, I don't understand how someone this kind could just be gone, especially so early. So I think after attending her service, everyone who was there was kind of like, you know, I we should really try to carry on what she liked to do for other people, which was just basically just ask everyone how they were. That's basic, That's how everyone remembered her as being someone who always listened, someone who always had time for them, regardless of the like 50,000 things she had on her agenda, which I saw regularly in school. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss, by the way. But, you know, I think it's kind of sometimes you know, death is really a stark reminder that it is important to be kind and it is important to have good qualities and that, you know, sometimes you just think to yourself, why does someone have to die for me to realize that this is something that I should do? Um, And it's really sad, I think, to lose someone as great as that. Like, um, but, you know, there's always lessons to be learned from that kind of situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, you know, since we're still you know, alive, we have to do our best to make the world a better place. So, and there's no better way to do that, I think, than to be kind. So thank you so much, Courtney, um, for that conversation. Um, that was really great. So during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Zara Hassanane.
3: And I'm Courtney Chung. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org. And watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on the gift of kindness.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
4: If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank New Jersey investment education and asset management firm. Firm, and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, call us past performance of investments are not indicative of future results investing is inherently risky all recommendations should be researched by the investor call investview at 732-380-7271 that's 732-380-7271
5: or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. The future of online TV is
2: here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
0: I'm Zara Hassanane, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star, You Are Charity.
3: And I'm Courtney Chung. Today, our show is all about kindness. We have a new reporter today, Katie Chu, and she will be trying out her new segment called Aim to Shoot and sharing her love of kindness with us. So Katie is a sophomore at Amador Valley High School in Pleasanton, California. She has been doing competitive archery for the past four years, participating in national and international competitions. She is currently an active volunteer for Open Heart Kitchen and Science for Youth, and a volunteer in training for Stanford Valley Care Hospital. Not only does Katie enjoy doing all these kind things, but she also loves working with kids, whether it's for volunteering, coaching, or tutoring. Her segment, Aim to Shoot, is all about careers, and she will be reporting on college professors on today's show. Everyone, please give a warm welcome to Katie.
6: Hi, I'm Katie Chu, the new Express Yourself reporter for careers and occupations. And like our host said, I'm a 10th grader from Pleasant, California and a devoted competitive archer. So my segment will be aimed to shoot. And today I'll be reporting on college professors. So like they said, today's all about kindness. And in all honesty, kindness is really about knowing what to say, knowing how to act, and sort of just knowing what to do when. And clearly, even kindness requires some knowledge like everything else today. And that, in that way, knowledge can really help you make good impressions through kindness, make new friends, and as you'll see through my segments, find a path. One question that we see or hear really, really often is what do you want to be? And sometimes the answer will be I don't know yet. And for a lot of other people, it'll be one of the common occupations that we all know. Something like a teacher, engineer, police officer, lawyer, everything that we've heard about, seen, or are somewhat familiar with. But there are lots of different types of teachers and so many different levels of law enforcement, as many doctors as teachers, and a lot of us just don't know these different types. So this may not seem that important, but it actually kind of is. I want to become a doctor because I love biology, but in a sense, I would say that I love biology because I want to become a doctor, because I know that studying biology will help me do what a doctor does. So knowing the different jobs in the world can help you find your own path, and of course vice versa, hence the Name My Segment. One job that all of us have known is teaching, and I think we can all confidently say that it's the job that we've all been exposed to the most as students. But like every other job, there are so many different levels of teaching, from preschool to college. Now, college professors, also known as post-secondary teachers, aren't exactly like our high school teachers, though. But like our other teachers, of course, college professors do teach courses in their field, develop instructional plans for those courses, and interact with students. They're expected to assess the student's understanding and progress, like our high school teachers and middle school teachers, elementary school teachers. And college professors can specialize in a wide variety of fields, from academic subjects like philosophy to career-related subjects, such as law. Professors may teach a variety of sizes of classes, sometimes several hundred students, sometimes just 40 students. Seminars with just a few students and for science-related fields, maybe labs. And they work with a great greater variety of students than do middle school or high school teachers. They also personally advise, supervise individual graduate students who are working toward doctoral degrees since they're in college. Now, post-secondary teachers do have the advantage of being able to work for online universities or teaching online classes of course, communicating with students through email or phone. But college professors aren't really just teachers. They're also, or sometimes even more, researchers. They're expected to stay informed about changes and new ideas in their field, to conduct research, experiments, to advance knowledge in their field, talk with colleagues, participate in conferences. Along with keeping up with all these developments, professors must publish original research and analysis in books and academic journals. You see, many professors contribute to the articles, textbooks, and media sources that we use on a daily basis, because I know I use all of those really, really often. Now, college professors aren't called college professors because, as I told you, there are so many things they do more than teaching. Many of them are the very people who discover the new chemicals, cures, technologies that we use really often today. In fact, many of them spend a large portion of their time doing research rather than teaching. The amount of time devoted to research, of course, differs based on college and the position of the professor. Full-time professors may spend more time on research, while part-time professors spend more time teaching. However, in general, college professors have flexible schedules. Now, there are four skills that every college professor has. Number one. Communication skills, which all teachers, but especially post-secondary teachers, should have. Professors need to write papers, interact with students, other researchers, give lectures, and serve on committees, all of which really need communication skills. Now, the second skill is critical thinking skills. As researchers, post-secondary teachers must be able to challenge established theories and beliefs, conduct original research, and design their own experiments. Now, the third skill is resourcefulness. Post-secondary teachers need this skill not only to teach, but also to do research. They must be willing to reach out to other sources for equipment or information, and also adapt to the learning skills of their students. Last but not least, another very important skill is writing skills. Most professors are required to publish a certain number of articles on their original research and analysis every year, but I personally want to Add in one more skill. The focus of today's show kindness. Professors are constantly interacting with other students and teachers, colleagues, professionals, and constantly cha- challenging already accepted widespread beliefs. And while they're challenging this, these beliefs, interacting with other people, they have to be considerate, aware of others, and what other people may believe as true. They must be willing to offer advice and hope when talking to students and be willing to listen to other people in general. And such actions obviously include kindness, a quality that everyone should really have. Now, one particularly unique aspect of the occupation of college professors is the opportunity to earn tenure, a guarantee that a professor cannot be fired without just cause. In other words, receiving tenure, you would could say that it's like receiving a permanent post. And like other occupations, there's an order in which college professors are, from instructor to assistant professor, associate professor to tenured professor. So if you're someone who wants to be able to conduct your own research and publish articles while interacting with students as a teacher, then you might want to consider the idea of becoming a college professor. Of course, Whatever you decide to be right now can change in the future, and you can become something completely different. But just having something in mind, even just for a little bit, can be comforting.
3: Thanks, Kaye, so much for sharing so much information about college professors. Um, I do interact with them quite often as a college student myself, but I definitely didn't really, you know, I did, as an English major, I don't know as much about the like the science professors. So it was really interesting to hear about that um do you know what most colleges require to become like a college professor
6: well most four-year colleges generally require a doctorate degree and prefer a phd although a lot of colleges also accept master's degrees too
0: mm, interesting and then also you know people always complain like oh teachers like don't make enough money and that's often why you know uh, some very greedy people will, will be like, oh, I'd never be a teacher because it doesn't pay enough. So do you know what the wages for a college professor are like?
6: Well, the wage varies for every field, every college, and your position. But the median annual wage for college professors was 68970 in 2012. And the average highest pay organized by fields of study is nearly 100000 for law teachers. And some people even make over 1000 100,000,
3: sorry. And then, so I guess the important question would you ever want to become a college professor?
6: I definitely considered it for a while. During my freshman year, while taking biology, my first high school science class, I was completely taken by the idea of research. The labs we did there were very different from the ones we did in middle school, and I realized that I really enjoyed biology, specifically biochemistry. And so for a while, I told myself that I wanted to become a professor of biochemistry at a really good college. But like I said, goals can always change. And now I'm considering becoming a doctor.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. Do you have any other similar occupations that you might want to pursue besides college professor?
6: If I still want to become a college professor, I could become any other type of researcher if I still want to follow similar similar interests or occupations and that could include chemists and biologists and etc okay well thank you so much for
0: all that invite, insightful advice on careers and kindness katie and great job support our show in these amazing segments by giving a donation to be the star you are charity that brings you this program for more info on how to do this go to www.bethestarur.org i'm zara Hasnain,
3: and i'm courtney chung also remember to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back, we will take you in a new direction with Zara. Don't go anywhere.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Voice TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
4: If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank New Jersey investment education and asset management firm and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, Call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271.
5: or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com.
2: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
0: Our program is "Express Yourself," giving use across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of kindness. I'm Zara Hasselmeier,
3: and I'm Courtney Chung. For this segment, we have another installment of Zara's segment "Hope Heals," focusing on kindness.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, I think you know people might wonder. Why are kindness and hope related and how are they related? Um, and I think too often, like we saw in Cynthia's quotes in her story also, we think like kindness is a quality that only like vulnerable, weak, dull people have and hope is only for starry-eyed, naive fools or whatever you want to call it. But I think it's so incredibly courageous and wise to be kind. And it's also pretty hard um, and much harder, like I said before, than being... I mean, person, um, because I think, like, you know, being a cynic always seems so appealing, even they make it seem appealing in books and movies. But everyone, I think, can complain, and very few people have the chops to change things and, like, make the world a better place and be kind to people. Um, and I think it's such a, you know, hopeful breath of fresh air when, like, someone that's hopeful and kind, like, all mixed into one person comes together, uh, I mean, you know, speaks up um, and, like you know, people always complain about how stressful school is and then whoever they're talking to will either agree or they'll be arrogant or say something like, you know, get smarter or manage your time more wisely or work harder. And I think that It's such a myth that those things, like, encourage people. I think it's just degrading. And instead of doing those things, like managing your time more wisely, people often just keep thinking about how lacking they must be in all those areas, which, you know, if you're trying to encourage people, that's not exactly a great feeling to give them. And when someone instead says, you know, like, I know at least this works for me, um you know, when you tell someone you're not only smart, but you know, you give your best and in the long run, you'll be fine. And you'll get as close to happiness as possible if you embrace what makes you unique. And if you need someone to talk to, you know, text me or call me, that makes people feel so much better. That And like, that's how people muster up the hope to achieve things in the long run. Um, so yeah.
3: No, I definitely agree with like, pretty much all that you said, and like, particularly the last bit about You know, just sending someone that text about, I'm like, I'm here for you if you ever need to talk. I think that's just so important because, like, there. I know it's. I know there are some people who just kind of assume that their friends know. It's like, oh yeah, of course, like we're friends. I'm always going to be here for you. But then, if someone's not feeling great, they kind of do need that like reassurance that you know there is someone there for you. There's like support is there like when you need it, and I think it's really important for us to like you know take the initiative and be like you know we're here for you and not just assume that everyone knows that
0: yeah definitely and I think you know sometimes kindness is a lot of work and especially if you have to you know listen to 10 people's problems and comfort them and give them your honest opinion as well and then edit five more essays and tutor, like, two <laughs> more people or something it can be kind of overwhelming and if you have like other work they don't really want to do but you still have to do that can like all of that can really like pile on and stress you out but it also just makes you like feel good in the end because you helped someone and therefore you're making the whole quality of the community better if you're looking at the big picture um, and even though I think you know it doesn't always seem like it there's always time for kindness and it's oftentimes a lot more encouraging than like Cynthia said in her story again than competition and like being bitter and you know just kind of being really cold with people Um, And, you know, sorry to go off a bit here, but when people come up to me and say something encouraging, like, about my passions or something, and, like, all the people that are there to be kind, you know, yet extremely honest and not fake, the people that are, like, there for me when I win, you know, there for me when I fail miserably, those teachers and mentors that, like, go out of their way to, you know, give me a book because they know I like reading or something, um, that just makes me so happy, you know, and that I feel like, you know, who wouldn't be happy if someone did that? So it happens that, like, you know, when you're nice yourself, others start being nice to you too.
3: (laughs) Definitely. definitely. Going going back to that golden rule. Um, So how have you experienced kindness and hope, like personally in your life at school or just kind of on your own? Um,
0: Well, I've experienced kindness, I think, first – probably last year because my sister was the president of our acts of random kindness club at, um, my high school. And basically what we did for our winter activity was we made like goodie bags and we'd say like, you know, like we appreciate you and keep up the good work. And it was around finals week too. So people really liked that and it had some the goodie bags, have like chocolate in them and stuff. And we passed them out to like everyone, um, the day before winter break. And just like, Hearing people's comments like, oh my God, I was so hungry, you know, that like chocolate really did it for me in like fifth period, you know, or like, oh, that was so sweet of you guys to do that. That just like made our day better. And even though it was a lot of work to make like, God, over a thousand goodie bags, it was Mm -hmm. just so worth it in the end. Um, And I remember we also um, did this activity where we cut out stars around Thanksgiving and we told people to write down what they were thankful for or like what they appreciated about someone specific or, you know, a teacher or something. Um, And then we'd hang them up all over the school. And we did that um, this year, too, because I'm the president of my diversity club at my school. Mm -hmm. Um, And we did that this year. And people, you know, they look around and they come up to us, too, and they tell us, oh, you know, I thought my laugh was obnoxious, but then I read the star on the wall that you guys hung, um, and someone said, I really appreciate, like, so-and-so's laugh, and that just made me feel better. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, stuff like that, I think, really does make a huge difference with people. And then um, for this year in Diversity Club, for uh, kind of winter activity, we did this thing with um, the Gay-Straight Alliance at our school, um, where we basically put like facts about homophobia and transphobia into these balloons. We also put like a few erasers in there cause admin doesn't want candy anymore or whatever. Um, but yeah. And then we blew up the balloons and we like spread them all around school and people would pop them and they'd like see all these facts and these erasers and they'd like get happy. I mean, obviously not from the facts because they're pretty depressing facts, but they were still, you know, we were still making people aware and by making people aware of like transphobia and homophobia, we were kind of hoping to make the world a kinder place. Um so yeah and then actually um this week we're expecting um in diversity club uh like stock like a couple stocks of cards to come from this um organization that we're working with called you are valued and basically they say you are valued on one side and then they say um never stop believing in the greatness of who you are on the other side and it's basically like a movement that this organization is trying to start just like pass out the cards to everyone and then tell them to pay it forward and stuff and we're just it's about you know embracing individuality and being kind to people and accepting people um so we're really hoping to kind of start a little mini movement at our school that'll spread all over with that um and i think it just brings us hope that we can affect change and we make others hopeful by you know just those little things really make their lives I guess um and it just spreads like kindness and toleration on a larger scale even if you know those facts might have been a little sad at first but once people start you know questioning why are we such a homophobic society maybe the world can be a kinder place
3: no, I think all these ideas are great. I actually, I wish we did that in our high school when I was back in high school because it's just so, it's so important to like you know respect everyone. And nowadays, since there's there's so many social justice movements going on, it's just it's just that much more important to be to be aware and just to be kind when you can. Like there's it's so easy to just let yourself be mean, but once you're aware of it, I think we all have like a personal, like human responsibility to be kind, to be nice, to be respectful to everyone around us.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you also hear about only the bad things in high school, like how apathetic people are and how, you know, mean people are and how cliquish they are. But I think, you know, what we're just trying to achieve is, you know, make high school a better place, make it (laughs) a place where people want to go and where people are happy and kind and in turn, you're going to make happier people that are going to go out into the world and be kinder people.
3: Mm-hmm. So any last minute thoughts or memories of kindness?
0: Um, well, I just kind of think of, you know, kindness, you don't always think that it can save lives, you know, when you do like these, like, when you tell stories of random acts of kindness and stuff. But I think, you know, in Cynthia's situation, it definitely, I think, um, kind of saved her life. And then I think of also my parents immigrated um, from Pakistan. And they said that, you know, life was really hard at first, like, they didn't have much money, they were just trying to study so they could, you know, get far. But people along the way, you know, they'd lend them money, they'd lend them winter coats, because it's, you know, all deserty in Pakistan. So when they came to the US, it was all cold. Um, And people would lend them coats and stuff. And I just think you know, I'm here because someone had the heart to be kind to my parents. And if they didn't have that, then, I mean, I don't know what I would
3: do. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Zara, for this awesome conversation and sharing so much about your personal experiences. It was an absolute pleasure talking with you. We will continue talking in our next segment as we introduce um, a new book that I've read recently
0: yeah okay so during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for be the star you are 501 c3 literacy and positive media charity i'm zara and don't go anywhere because next segment we've got courtney doing an awesome installment of her segment
1: follow us on twitter at voice America trn Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. This is Holly Thomas, Group Vice President of Cause Marketing for Macy's. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. That's why Macy's is committed to raising funds through our employees, customers, family and friends to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in March for Babies? Start a team today at MarchForBabies.org.
2: Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
3: I'm one of your co-hosts, Courtney Chung, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is The Gift of Kindness.
0: And I'm Zara. Thanks for staying here as we continue our conversation on kindness. This has been a great show, and it's about to get even better because we've got the amazing Courtney with another inspiring segment of Book It. Take it away, Courtney.
3: Okay, so I know our segment today is all about The Gift of Kindness, my book choice doesn't perhaps line up perfectly well with it, but bear with me, I promise it, is, it will relate eventually. <laughs> um, this book has been listed on the New York Times Best of 2015, and though I read it while constantly sleepy on a plane, it still captivated me. Sasha Ranga's novel, The Truth and Other Lies, tells the story of a scam novelist, Henry Hayden. He's known as a, bestsell- a famous best-selling author, but here's the catch. All of his stories were actually penned by his wife, a woman who tries her best to actually avoid the limelight. As with many large notable names we might be familiar with in our contemporary media, however, Henry digs himself a far deeper hole than he ever could have imagined. When his mistress, an employee at his publishing company, becomes pregnant with his child, Henry has no clue how to even begin handling the situation. The choices Henry ultimately makes in the face of the complete and utter destruction of his reputation and carefully constructed facade reveal his lack of kindness. Without giving too much of the plot away, Henry chooses to lie to everyone around him. He lives in a really small town as it is, so everyone already knows everyone, but when he begins to lie to someone, he has to carefully weave his web of lies even more just to make sure that no one finds out that he has, in fact, been lying to other people already. I've never been one for mystery books, per se, but Arango does a fantastic job of crafting this novel in such a way that every crucial moment of the plot plays out ever so slowly, making it a complete page-turner. At the same time, he ties up all the important elements of the plot, not in one final bow at the very end of the book, but rather he does so slowly so the reader can take time to really mull over and understand every moment as it happens. The Truth and Other Lies ends with a bit of an open end, but even me, a reader who loves her complete nice little endings, felt there was no better way to end this novel.
0: Wow, that's very interesting. I definitely want to read that. Um, And you know, I think people do so much to try to protect their reputations and then in the process they become kind of mean and not their genuine selves. As you said, you know, Henry isn't kind when he starts lying. Um, and I think like we were discussing before, kindness is not always easy. Um, but so when, so much is at stake. What do you think a person in real life should do to be kind and hold that like really strong sense of kindness?
3: I'm always like a huge proponent of the adage honesty is the best policy. Because ultimately like, as much as it pains you in that moment to tell someone else like the horrible truth it will actually hurt less this way in the end because I, I don't know about you but in my experience with friends or family especially if I ever want to like try to hide something somehow the truth will always get out in the end and then ultimately when it does the other person will realize that oh this truth actually came out like so so long ago and they'll be even more hurt that I didn't I, I felt like I couldn't tell them in the first place like I didn't trust them or I didn't think they were like you know pretty, like special enough to know the truth at that time so I always think you know as much as it's going to be painful now it's only going to be painful now and for a shorter period of time if you tell the truth first rather than let it leak out very slowly later on.
0: Yeah, I've had a very similar experience. I think, you know, I hate when people sugarcoat things because in the end, you know, if you're trying to help someone improve and you're trying to help them be a better person, sugarcoating is never going to help. Like, you know, if your teacher just gave you straight A's, if you're really not good at that subject and you don't put enough work into it, then that's not going to help you in the long run. It's just going to really harm you. Um, So does that, does something like that happen in the book where Henry, you know, trying to keep up his reputation, trying to keep up his image? um does he hurt anyone like his wife like how does his wife handle the situation
3: well she actually kind of like finds out that he's lying probably because then she knows him quite well but she I think was one of the kindest characters in the novel If that gives you, you know like any impression of like how that interaction went because she didn't you know she didn't accuse him she didn't try to like you know call out the blame she tried to handle it in such a way that was like very understanding she didn't she didn't want to ruin their relationship so she tried to keep everything very calm very easy very very low pressure so that he could so he could potentially feel comfortable enough to tell her himself so I feel like that's how everyone should kind of react we should give each other like the the time and the chance to explain everything so nothing blows up in our faces
0: yeah, I definitely think that's true as well, and I think it's so nice to have that kind of mature character in a novel because once you've had so many immature characters in novels that do <laughs> stupid things, they're like, oh man, I need someone that's good and kind. Um, so, you know, some people might like write this book off. I feel like as like a romance novel or something like a trashy romance novel. I mean, but I, I don't know. It sounds like really good to me. So, who would you suggest this book to?
3: I really actually suggest it for anyone who loves a good mystery novel that's not too much like Sherlock Holmes detectivey. And by that, like, I kind of mean the structure of like the detective novel, not the TV show. Like, it's it's not like a detective mystery, but it definitely has mystery in its plot.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, another question. Um, so, does Henry like hurt anyone else besides his wife when he um, when they finally
3: discover that he's lying? Oh, he hurt so many people. It's, it was amazing to see like how big this snowball kept growing. I was just like, this is perhaps the worst told lie that anyone could have ever told.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, And do you think that ending maybe I mean, oh, well, I guess you can't give away the ending. But do you think stuff would have turned out differently if he just had been a little more genuine and kind?
3: I really do think so. I definitely think, like, basically half the book could have been avoided if he didn't start lying in the first
0: place. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. Kindness, you know, resolves conflict and prevents conflict from happening. Okay, well, thank you so much, Courtney, for yet another wonderful installment of Book It. Sadly, we're out of time, but we will talk more next time. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America kids crew, especially our engineer, Mike. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Zara.
3: And I'm Courtney. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, value the kindness inside that's dying to be exposed, and be here.
1: Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lights If you would let yourself go Find some place you know
0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.